Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. And the father of the effortless English system that trains you, that teaches you, that helps you. You speak English fluently. You speak English powerfully. You speak English confidently. You speak English effortlessly. When you train with my VIP program, you commit to my VIP program. You commit and you don't quit. You commit, don't quit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Commit, don't quit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. And remember, of course, extra bonus for VIP members, you will get, you will be getting all the movie lessons. This movie and all future movies, VIP members, you will get those. So you're going to get a lot of uh, movie lessons uh, now and in the future. So it's another great reason to join the VIP program. Welcome, we're on YouTube. Today we're going to talk about our challenge, our listening and reading challenge. Uh, It's going to be a three-month challenge, three months. I think that's a good amount of time, a good chunk of time. And uh, if we can find an app, I think we'll start like August 1st, okay, an app or a website to just track our time. Uh, so I think we'll start August 1st and we'll do August, September, and October. So that's three full months. And the idea is that all of us together, kind of encouraging each other, some fun competition, but nothing serious, but more encouragement really. The idea is that we will all make a big improvement in three months. We're going to do a lot of extra reading and a lot of extra listening, as many hours per day and per month as we can. And the idea, of course, the main idea is to increase, increase your normal amount. So right now, if you listen one hour a day, then during our challenge, try to do two hours a day, try to do three hours a day. Or maybe more. If you're already listening five hours a day, try to do seven. You know, this is the idea. We're going to try to make this an extra intense, an intense and extra powerful three months of language learning. That's the idea. Focus on reading and listening, reading and listening, reading and listening. We'll track both separately. So we'll have a reading winner and we'll have a listening winner. So it's a chance for two, two possible winners. And we're going to do it by time. We're going to, I've decided to do it by time. Like, you know, it is possible, like with uh, reading, you could uh, count words. How many words did you read? But I don't know. It's a little bit, uh, you have to get your e-reader and you have to constantly check how many words. Also, honestly, you know, some people might read very quickly and some people might read slowly. And I think to make it more fun for everybody, we can just do time because time you control. Your reading speed you can't really control it much, not not in a short time. You know, if you're a lower level, you're going to probably read more slowly. If you're very advanced, you'll probably read more quickly. So just to kind of keep it, I think, a little more fair and fun competition, and uh, we'll do it where we just track time. So you just have to count in one day, you know, you have to just try to, you know, make notes and 
how much time did you spend reading English that day? And you'll enter it into some program or website. I, I'm, I'm looking at a few right now. Still looking for more, so send suggestions. Uh, I think it was N sent me a couple suggestions. One of them I think might work, but um, keep sending me other suggestions for apps or websites where we can have a group kind of a challenge and we can track our time in both categories, reading total reading time so each day you'll add your reading time and the program will just continue to continue to add everything and hopefully the program will show like who has the most who's number two who's number three like rank everybody from top to bottom again this is just for fun guys okay this is not school there are no grades i know some of you are very busy maybe you can only do an hour a day that's all right. You know, it's okay. It's just that maybe though the challenge will encourage you to do an hour and a half per day to find the extra time. And we're going to, you can, you know, break it up all during the day. So you can do 15 minutes and then later do 15 more minutes and then again 15 more and 30 more and try to just build up as much time as you can reading and listening. Now, I know some of you might, maybe, maybe some of you are, might, Right now, you're like, I'm focused on listening. I want maximum listening. That's fine. That's your choice. And other, some of you, of you other guys might think, uh, ah, well, I want to focus more on reading. I'm trying to build my vocabulary more. And you're going to do lots of reading. Or you can do half and half. It's up to you. This is You have control over this, so it's up to you. They're both excellent for helping your uh, English learning. So reading and listening. Or for a superpower, you can do both at the same time. You get an audio book and read along while you listen. You can count that as one hour for both. That's one, you can, in the same hour, it'd be an hour of listening and an hour of reading because you're doing both at the same time. So you can do that too. Just, these are kind of our general rules we'll follow. Uh, I just find uh, sometimes it's really good to do this. Sometimes, you know, um, we get stuck. We kind of have a good habit. Uh, maybe we have bad habits, but we're kind of stuck, kind of doing the same amount every time. And maybe we feel like we have a plateau, like, ah, I'm stuck at the same level. I feel like I'm not improving much. Or if you're like me and you're, you're, you're just starting a new language and you're kind of a low beginner, it's very frustrating in the beginning. It's, it's really not very fun. <laughs> so, uh, a, a, an intense time of a lot of hours per day can help you kind of jump up to a closer to intermediate and then it becomes more fun because then you can understand more interesting things. So it doesn't really matter your uh, level. This is going to help you make a nice jump in three months. So it's, it's designed this challenge to help us all and we're going to encourage each other. Now, you know, kind of other kind of rules, you know, our code, we do the best we can, we do the right thing, we show each other we care. So we're not going to say bad stuff about each other, we're not going to insult each other. I'm winning, yay! We're going to encourage everybody. Just like we did, we did a fitness challenge a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like a fun competition a little bit, but mostly we're encouraging each other. You know, like Kaula was doing really well and I was very encouraged by her and she inspired me to train even more because she was doing so many miles. Um, so it was really great and hopefully both of us inspired others to get out and do more. Well, we're going to do the same thing but this time language learning. Uh, final thing, I will join you. I will be doing this also. 
No, not I'll be doing it in Japanese. <laughs> okay, so to be fair, every, all of you have to do it in English, guys. So um, if you're learning Spanish or something, it doesn't count for this. It has to be English. This is effortless English. But of course, I'm a native speaker, so it's not fair. So uh, I'll join you. I like to join these things. It's fun. I, I'm sure you're going to beat me. I'm sure many of you will beat me, but um, which is fine. It's good. But anyway, I'll do it. I'll count my Japanese hours for reading and listening, and uh, you all will count English. If you're doing other languages, that's great, but just we're not going to count it for this one. I'm the only one who'll be doing uh, a different language. All right, so that's it. That's our listening challenge and our reading challenge. And I think it's a great way to kind of in the summer, sometimes too in the summer. Uh, it, it's easy to get a little lazy in the summer, right? Uh, you know, and it, it, I understand it's, it's the, the weather's great. It's hot outside. So this is a great time where we can really take this time, you know, August and then into the fall, September and October, where we start up that fall, that autumn time, autumn for most people in the Northern Hemisphere, for all of you... Uh, Brazilians and South Americans, it'll be spring for you, which is also a good, nice time. You'll be coming out of your winter. Either way, it's a nice time uh, where we have a nice three months. So I'm thinking August 1st is when we'll start. So that gives me about two weeks, gives us two weeks to find an app or a website to track everybody's hours, to show that can accept the whole group of people that will show, you know, like who's got the most, who's number two, who's number three. Uh, and, you know, it'd be nice if it's a free app. A free app would be good. A free app or a free website. I, don't, I think probably most of us don't want to pay money to, just to do this. So, that's the idea. So, please, on Gab, gab.com, follow me there, gab.com, at AJ Hogue, my name, A-J-H-O-G-E. Follow me on Gab and uh, please help me find a good website or app that we can all use. I don't know how many people will join this. Of course, it's up it's totally voluntary. You don't have to do this. It's if you don't want to, it's okay. It's just for fun. But if you want to join, you know, um we need an app or a, a website to count everybody's numbers. Uh so anyway, please uh search the app store, search online. Um if you know something, please uh send me the link. Uh, at my Gab account and uh, eventually I'll pick one. I'll pick an app and we'll all register and sign up and we'll do it. So we have two weeks to do that. It's going to be fun. I think it'll be fun. Now, you know, listen. You can this podcast will count as probably almost an hour a day listening. Great. Get some books and read, uh, you know, comic books. Um, I don't have it with me. I'll show you later like some of the stuff I'll be using. But um, for my, I'm a low, low, low beginner. <laughs> You're all better than I am. Uh, your English is better. So anyway, um, if you have questions now, we'll go, we'll go live. We're live on YouTube right now. So we'll take your questions and comments about our challenge and about anything else. Emmanuel with a nice uh, vocab que uh, question connected to our topic. Why do most people stress about memorizing definitions of new English words? Because they always think if they know the definition, they know what it means. They're sure they know what it means. What do you think? Now, I, I agree. I don't, I don't like it, um, memorizing definitions. Um, 
to, you know, it can give you kind of an idea, but I think just a quick translation. I'm not against translation. I'm not against it. I have no problem if you want to just look in a translation dictionary. It gives you the general idea of the meaning of the word. But to really get the full meaning, the like deeper meaning and how it's used, you have to see it many times in many different situations. In stories, in news articles, you know. You'll just see it in all these different situations, conversations, movies and then you'll get a feeling you know again it's instinct it's intuitive it's instinct this is again where this idea of effortless english comes that it's not a definition you memorize it's more of like you have a feeling for the meaning and the feeling gets better and deeper and stronger as you see the word in many different situations so no i don't i think it's I think you're wasting a lot of time and it's also really boring trying to memorize definitions. Just, uh, I think for most people, intermediate level and below, quick translation is totally fine. Well, Ibrahim Ali definitely has it a point here. Beginning English learners can improve very fast in a short time. They feel the improvement. Yeah, and not only English, this is true for any any skill, right? Anything you're learning, any skill, um, you start with zero. <laughs> so any improvement, any 5% improvement, you know, I don't know, 5% of zero is still zero, but you, you don't understand what I'm saying. Just a tiny improvement feels big to you because before you had zero and now you have a little bit and it's, oh, I'm improving, yeah! So that's true for everything. Sports, also. Unfortunately, for advanced or upper intermediate level, they feel no improvement sometimes. You don't feel it as much. You might actually be improving a lot, but you don't feel it because it's a smaller percent. So, again, let's imagine. Let's imagine you're a new beginner. Okay, let's just say me with Japanese. If I learn a thousand words, a thousand words in Japanese, that feels really, really, really big for me. That's a huge improvement for me from, I mean, I have a few, maybe I have 200. So I've got from 200 to 1,000 is a big improvement. But imagine you, you with English, you know 10,000. And you also get 1,000 more. It feels smaller. You still gained 1,000 words, but it feels smaller because it's only 10%. For me, it was like 80% improvement. You see, so that's the emotional part that even though we might be learning the same number of words every day or improving our listening or whatever, yes, when you're more advanced, it feels less just because it's a smaller percent because you already know a lot. So that's, that's why, especially as you get more advanced, you've got to focus more on just enjoying the process, enjoying the listening, enjoying the reading, and not become too crazy about worrying about your improvement. Oh, did I improve this month? Uh, don't worry, you're improving, okay? As long as you're listening a lot, as long as you're reading a lot, you are improving. Don't get upset about it. Don't, don't focus on it too much. Just focus on enjoying the language. Like I said, you know, my best, the, the top effortless English, uh, Success stories. They always just love, love, love. This is the key thing with them. They're always just so excited about English. They just love it. They don't really focus so much on improvement or test scores. That's not what they talk about. They just love the 
They love the podcast. They love reading books. They love movies. They just love the whole thing because they're enjoying it every day. That's the key thing, but especially, especially as you get higher level. Yeah, Motion says we'll beat you. Yeah, I'm being challenged. I, in Motion, I think you will beat me. Um, you'll beat me because English is powerful in international language. You have to read and listen to Japanese. It's going to be boring for you. Um, at, a, at a higher level, Japanese would be very interesting. Uh, right now, yes, it's, it, it is a little bit of a struggle for me because I don't understand much. I can't understand really interesting things. I can't read a newspaper, for example. I can't listen to a podcast, it's all too difficult. So I'm stuck at very low level stuff right now. But I'm finding a few things that I like actually. I've already done my wife's course, that kind of gave me my foundation, that was nice. And uh, now I'm finding some other stuff that's just a little bit higher than that. I, I, I got some, I found some cool, uh, I was gonna show you, I'll show you next time, but I found these uh, Doremon uh, manga and they're bilingual, meaning two languages. They have the English, and they also have the Japanese. Perfect! And Doraemon's pretty easy, you know? It's kind of like for little kids, for, for elementary school kids. So it's perfect. Uh, it's still hard for me. Still seems very difficult. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's about the level I need. Oh, everyone's curious. What's my name stand for? AJ. Alan J. J-A-Y is an uh, English uh, American name. First name is Alan. I will join. Good, good, good. Gloria is, uh, she says, I'm visiting my family and friends in my own country, Colombia. Thank you for your advice for learning English. It's been very helpful. Wonderful. Thank you. Ah, now here's a question. Dracula asks, it's a good idea. Um, do we need to focus on reading out loud? Because it helps a lot, doesn't it? It's your choice. You can read silently or you can read, uh, you can say it as you read it. It's uh, totally your choice. So the, the rules are open, whatever you want to do. Yeah, like Sajad said, this is a, uh, this topic similar to one of your lessons in Power English called Plateau. Well, exactly. That's right. Oh, I go in a lot more details in the Power English course about the plateau. Usama, uh, Usama Shimal asks, what's the best way to improve my vocabulary? Do the challenge. Do the challenge and focus on reading. So Osama, anyone who's wanting to improve vocabulary, if that's your focus, do still do the listening, of course, but um, maybe do more, more of the hours in reading. Or do both at the same time was also very nice. Right, Vladislav talking about another challenge for me. Japanese uses the Chinese characters. Yes, I'm just starting to learn the beginning ones. So my reading is super slow. <laughs>
All night, AJ Hogue uh, Resolva says, you and Olavo de Carvalho are people I listen to every day. Now, a few people have recommended him. Uh, I need to check him out. Alan J. Guruji says Bufendra. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like Lukas says, this is a good point. Sometimes it looks like, it feels like completely zero improvement, right? You have a time. And after a while, but during a special situation, suddenly you use the correct word or the grammar without thinking, without effort. Yes, it just suddenly seems to bam. It seems like nothing, 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 nothing. And then suddenly you realize, oh, wow, I just improved a lot. What happened? So Ibrahim Ali, this is also a very good idea. I prefer reading out loud while recording myself. And see, that's a nice thing to do to work on pronunciation. So you could do that and then listen to your recording. And what's even better is if you have a recording of a native speaker reading the same thing. So if you have the audio book and you have a book, you listen, of course, and you read, then read out loud and record yourself and then compare your recording to the native speakers. And then you'll hear that it's different and you can work on your pronunciation. Christy, I'll give you, um, Christy, again, I'm in a state, I understand 100% of your show, but I haven't been able to speak fluently yet. I'm waiting for that moment. Keep listening to your show. Try the shadowing technique. You're probably ready. You can shadow, you know, listen when you listen to one of my podcasts again, the recording, and shadow. What that means is as you listen to me, you also try to speak along with me. You're kind of copying what I'm saying at the same time that you're hearing it. In the beginning, it's a, it's challenging. It's not easy. You, maybe you can only repeat or, you know, uh, imitate, say. And you do this out loud, out loud. You can do it quietly or you can do it loudly if you're alone. But, um, you know, you maybe you can only do parts of sentences for a while, but it'll get, that, you know, get your mouth moving, which is sometimes helpful. Tayaki says Japanese is difficult even for native speakers. I don't like writing kanji. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about writing kanji. Kanji is the Chinese characters. I'm not going to learn that. I'm just going to read it. At least for now. Ah, okay. Here's a question about Oscar's Spanish. Um, I have a question for you. I don't understand Spanish mostly. What level beginner do you think I should listen to Oscar again? I can't remember how it was with English. Thanks. Yeah, Oscar's lessons. Oscar has, uh, Oscar's, it's unlimitedspanish.com, unlimitedspanish.com. He has a, like a beginner course, the first one, which is, uh, if you know a little bit of Spanish, just a little bit. That's a good one. Then he has the next one, uh, kind of the main course. I don't know what he calls it. I can't remember because uh, he has he's made n- new ones, but it used to just be called Unlimited Spanish. But anyway, you get that one. That's the one I used because that one is good after you know a little bit more Spanish. And then I think he's got one called Curso Magico, something like that, magic course. And I think it's kind of the next level. And he might even have more than that. I haven't checked back because I haven't been doing any Spanish. But uh, unlimitedspanish.com. Yes, if you're a beginner, you can do it. Maybe that first course, you have to just spend a little more time. 
uh, get a lot of repetitions in, and then choom, you go. But I really love his course. Courses. All right, In is recommending a nice book, and I agree. My intermediate students like this book, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Now, see, that's kind of like the Doraemon level for you know in English. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and there are lots of different. Um, I think there's lots of different books. It's a series, and it's it's about kids, but it can be entertaining. It's funny and great for learning spoken English. Yes, I good good recommendation. Ah, Christy says, can you make a speaking challenge as well? Huh. Yeah, why don't we do this? How about this? We'll do our listening and reading challenge first. Three months, right? August, September, October. We'll finish on Halloween. Um, then, after that, we could do a speaking challenge. And probably, again, we'll just record hours. So we'll all have to make conversation groups and, or find conversation partners. We'll, have to, we'll figure out how to do it. But again, I kind of like measuring time because otherwise, I mean, how, how can we compare? I think just time, how many, uh, and we could even count the shadowing as speaking. Uh, so you could even do it alone when you're alone. You could still be practicing some speaking, uh, pronunciation practice, anything like that where we're working on speaking, especially good for you guys, for you all who are like higher levels. So why don't we do that? We'll focus on the input first, as we should, the listening and the reading for three months, and then maybe November, December, January, like over the, you know, the beginnings of winter in, North, in the North, Northern Hemisphere, uh, we could focus then, shift, change our focus over to speaking. Continuing with listening and reading, too, though. Uh, great. Pablo says, I focus too much on listening. I can understand almost everything. Well, that's that's good, though. That's great. Uh, I think for most people, listening is the more difficult one. For me, it is definitely more difficult. Um, but sometimes I know how to say something, but not how to write it. I'll take the challenge to do more reading. Perfect. And see, you can do this more individually. You're the boss of your learning. So, like if you're more focused on reading, you're more focused on vocab, uh, you want to improve your writing, then yeah, focus more. The reading challenge will be the, should be your focus. If you're more focused on speaking, then the listening will be a better focus. But they're both good. Evgeny says, when will be the next interview? Well, I don't know yet. I invited Cole Robinson. I never heard back from him, the fasting guy, snake diet. So, oh, well, that sucks. Um, I was just looking at my list. I'm going to invite someone else for the next interview. Uh, maybe Steve Kaufman, maybe. We'll see. Lisa says, effortless English is ex an extremely good method because of the permanent listening. The words are stored in the subconscious. When I really need to say what I want, the right words came up. That's the idea. Yes, that is the goal. You guys are typing fast. I'm going to jump down to the bottom here. 
Yeah, so see, Master English by Yourself. Nice title. He says, I'm going to shadow 10 of your videos. I've done two already. It's definitely helpful to improve speaking by yourself. See, there you go. So you can, it, it, that's why I like it too, because you can work on your speaking and you're listening at the same time, by the way. That's, those are listening hours. This is a, the thing I love about shadowing is that it's still listening. In fact, I think it helps your listening because when you're shadowing, when you're trying to say, to speak along with the speaker, it actually forces you to concentrate more with your listening. You got to really focus on the listening because you're trying to say exactly what the speaker's saying. So it's harder to let your mind just get distracted because you're trying to get, catch every single word and say those words at the same time. So you're still doing great listening practice, probably even better listening, and you're getting speaking practice and you're doing it all alone so you don't have to find somebody else. For all those reasons, I quite like it myself. Now, it's difficult. I find I get tired doing it after a while. You know, just like mentally tired. So I, I can't do it constantly all the time. I just kick, oh, I'm go uh, the concentration is too much and I need a little break and then I'll switch back to just listening only and then come back to the shadowing and you can do that. <clears throat> Vladislav voting for Steve Kaufman. I'd like you to do an interview with Steve Kaufman. Yeah, it's a good idea. I've been thinking of him. Oh, yeah, I will. Um, Cleefy, thank you. Also, a good reminder. Can you do a webinar for Effortless English members only, like the previous one? Yes, I will. I will do that. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, we'll do one soon. We'll do one soon. Okay. Oh, Tayaki says, uh, reading is difficult. It's frustrating for me because when I'm reading, I need to imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, the pronunciation. It's difficult to concentrate on the meaning. Well, this is why I recommend the um, audiobooks too. Try to find the audiobook of the same book. Then you can kind of, uh, now the problem with that is of course then it's fast <laughs> um, but you can kind of go back and forth sometimes listen to the audiobook sometimes read the chapter uh, sometimes do both and this will give you the correct pronunciation ah oh, to interview Dr. Stephen Krashen now that's a good suggestion if I, I could try to get a hold of him that's a good idea Yeah, so this is a common, so I'm just getting, seeing the same question again and again. It's very common, okay? I understand everything. When the time comes to speak, I can't speak quickly. The words don't come out of my mouth. Well, for one thing, it's normal because you just look on the comments. Everybody says this, okay? And it's not just you all. It's everybody in general. <laughs> it's just a common issue. There's a gap. There's always a gap between, you know, you're listening and you're speaking and Typically, your listening and your reading are at a higher level and your speaking is kind of behind, trying to catch up 
Oh, that's always normal. So nothing to feel bad about. Okay, it's also normal sometimes you can't think of the word you want. I mean, I, even for me and as a native speaker, it happens, right? I'll I'll be like, uh, 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 I'm trying to, I, I know there's, I know the word, there's a perfect word I, uh, I want to use and I, uh, I can't remember, remember it. And then like the next day I'll, oh yeah, I remember it. <laughs> so it's all normal. Overall, like I said, the shadowing is great for working on your speaking your fluency when you get to higher levels, uh, or even at low levels, you can do it. And of course, the other thing is you make you find conversation partners online and just uh, you know do that a few hours a week, and that gives you a little more practice. Some of it's just practice. A lot of it, I think, is even emotional. It's just relaxing because uh, you know there's a feeling of pressure when you're trying to speak. There can be <laughs> when you're trying to speak in another language and uh, and uh, you get all tense. Oh man, this happened to me constantly in Spanish when when we were traveling in Spain. And uh, I, 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 you know, sometimes, a few times, especially in comfortable situations, like daily situations, uh, I would be pretty comfortable and I could speak fairly well, like making reservations and things, easy stuff like that. But then sometimes, other times I'd meet someone and they, they, they start talking about more of a other topic and ah, and I would just feel suddenly really nervous and my throat gets tight and ah, and you know, you feel like panic and you, ah, you're trying to force yourself and then uh, the words don't come. It's all normal and you just got to do it more often. And by the way, again, um, with native speakers, this happens with public speaking all the time. Public speaking does this, where someone is, you're speaking your own language. So like uh, speaking English and stand up and give a speech to a group. And when I was younger, uh, you know, like the same, it felt the same. Like I'm trying to speak a foreign language because I'm uh, 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 I'm so nervous up there that I can't think anymore. I can't remember words. I can't make good sentences. It's very strange, right? It's obviously psychological. It's about the anxiety, the nervousness. And in public speaking, there are techniques you can use, but overall, just do it a lot. The more you do it, you become more comfortable until eventually you're just quite relaxed and talking to a group and then the words come easily. Well, it's kind of the same when you're speaking in English. So for a while, it's kind of normal. Uh, 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 you know, you feel nervous and then you do it more and more and more and finally you just start to relax. You just, you're not, you don't care anymore about mistakes. You're just relaxed and the words will start coming out a lot better. Hey, look at this. Zimanek Sklinski says, Hi, Jay. I constantly try to simplify my life as much as possible. I work for only 15 hours per week, yet I am well off. I'm able to save 50% of my monthly income. AJ is my beacon. Hey, now see, on the topic of simplicity and financial freedom, look at that story right there. See, it's not just me. <laughs> 15 hours per week. That's, that's a very nice small amount of time working every week. Huge amount of free time to do what you want and still saving money. That's the power of living simply. Great story. Man, thanks for sharing that. Uh, what app... Uh, Montage asks, 
which app is helpful for connecting with native speakers? I don't really know. Um, so maybe you all can give your suggestions again if you on Gab send me your suggestions where do you find people you know on Gab we have a Gab group where you can do that uh, Gab groups right now is they're fixing it it's not working yet but probably another week or two weeks the groups will be back so you can always just post in our Gab group and say hi say your name introduce yourself and say I'm looking for chat partners and you can you know Make a little Skype group. A lot of people do that. Other apps, I don't know. There's one called italki. Kind of old, but I, I don't know other ones. <laughs> yeah, right. Motion says, if you can't remember a word, you're, try, you don't, you're, you're trying to find a word, you can just say, hmm, you know, you know, uh, uh. That's what native speakers do, right? That's, those are called filler words. They fill the, the space while you're thinking. So they go, uh, 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 mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But of course, if you're trying to do public speaking, those are bad habits and you have to eliminate that as much as you can. I had to work kind of hard to get rid of that mostly. I still do it a little, but not so much. Hey, now, this is a good idea, Lisa. Really good idea. I have an idea. I'm going to record two to three minutes of a speech, speaking English, at the beginning of the challenge, and then record myself again at the end. That's a great idea. Then you can compare and you can see, did you improve? That's a really good idea. I like that. You know, something else you could do, you could choose like a difficult article or podcast or listening or something and listen to it or read it at the beginning and then at the end try it again don't don't look at it in between and see if it's easier at the end this is a cool thing we could do record yourself and then three months later record yourself again i like it Yeah, like, so Zibinex already, I can learn English five hours per day. Power English course lesson for two hours. Two hours listening to your podcast and one hour of reading. Fantastic. Fantastic. So see, this is the kind of thing that what I'm hoping is that people like um, Zibinex are going to inspire us, right? Motivate the rest of us because we go on there and we're going to look each day and we see Zibinex was listening for five hours today. And then you might say, ah, I, I, I'm going to increase mine. I can increase mine. I can do more, right? And then the next day we say, oh, Zivinex, now he's doing seven hours a day. Or she, I'm not sure if it's he or she, sorry. Um, but anyway, and you say, ah, I, I'm going to try to do even more. And this is what I'm hoping, like a positive motivation from each other. That's what I hope, that's the purpose of doing the challenge and counting everything and showing it publicly. Vladislav asking about fasting. In 2000, my grandmother's cat was very sick. He fasted for a month, but he didn't get well. 
One time in the middle, he drank milk, then he vomited, and he ended up dying. Why fasting could not have helped him? I don't know, you know. Sometimes it's too late. Sometimes it's too late. Um, it's just hard to know, right? Uh, you know, it's not, can't, can't cure everything. We all, uh, and I don't know, you know, his age, and I don't know what kind of sickness, so um, maybe it helped him live longer. I'm not sure. I got a baby crying in the next room. Yeah, well, how about uh, Ajit says, uh, how about your book for reading and listening challenge? Last year I bought your book. I have the audio too. Yeah, use my book. Use my book and use my audio book for sure. Please, please do. Okay, now Ibrahim Ali is... Uh, Recommending a couple uh, websites or apps. Speaky, S-P-E-A-K-Y, and Speaklar, S-P-E-A-K-L-A-R, or Skype, of course. Yeah, I mean, Merrick, I think you're right about this. People with a good ear for music have a better and easier uh, time when it comes to learning a language, especially the listening understanding. I would say especially pronunciation, especially pronunciation, because they hear, you know, pronunciation in many ways, you could describe it as the music of the language. And uh, I would guess that people with a good musical ear would have an advantage for that. I can't say because I don't have a good musical here. <laughs> what are you doing when you're looking to the right side on the video? I am reading your comments on my screen. He okay in there? Tomoe. He's okay? Okay. He's fine, guys. Yeah, like here's a uh, full rage says, when I started to learn English, I was doing 15 minutes per day. One five, 15. Now I'm doing five hours per day. Thank you, AJ. Now see, that's exactly right. So that is perfect. That's the point. That's what I want the challenge to be is just for you to increase the amount. Maybe right now you're doing 15 minutes a day only. But maybe when the challenge, you can increase to one hour, right? So that's the idea is that all of us will increase our amount daily. You can hear the baby crying. Yeah, poor baby. Poor baby. Oh, yeah, right. Resolva says, George, George St. Pierre, uh, MMA fighter, uh, said in Joe Rogan that fasting uh, decreased your his cholesterol. Interesting. I don't know. Alexi says, uh, please choose David Goggins' book for book club. Yeah, that's a good one to put on the list. Good idea.
poor baby. <laughs> ah, Ammer says, call center with Canadians is the reason why I speak English fluently. Also, working in a call center. That'll do it. You got to... Your whole job is speaking constantly all day at your job. Uh, that'll certainly improve your English speaking quite quickly. You'll be you, by force. How are the twins today? They're doing well. Why aren't you hugging them now? Well, I'm doing this, so mom's taking care of the babies right now. Mom's doing it. Oh, Twan says, what is ASL? It's American Sign Language. Is it used in normal conversation with normal people? No, it's deaf people use it mostly. People who can't hear, right? So they use, they're, you're speaking with your hands. So like this is, this is eat, for example. I know a couple of them. Eat, want. It's like this action. If you're listening, you can't see it, but <laughs> but uh, it's speaking with your hands, American Sign Language. Uh, it was created for deaf people, people who cannot hear, so they can talk to each other. Um, some people use it for babies. We're going to use it with our babies a little bit, not fluently, not not a huge number, but probably maybe teach our babies about a hundred words. Uh, some people use it with babies because the babies can understand and use the sign language uh, earlier before they can speak. So it lets them communicate a little bit before uh, they're able to speak. Kind of interesting. We'll all let you know. It's just we're just going to try it. Why not? Billy Batista says, "My name is Victor Batista from Dominican Republic. Actually, living in New York." I'm following you a couple of months, reading and listening to your book. Thanks for all your teachings. Thank you, Victor. Thank you very much. Enjoy New York. Big city. Of course, Osaka is also a big city. <laughs> uh, Elena says, what is OMAD? O-M-A-D. It stands for one meal a day. The O is one. M is meal. A is a, 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 and then D is day. So OMAD for short, one meal a day. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of fasting, 23-hour fasting every day. That was the boy crying. Agni is asking, boy or girl was crying. That was the boy. Hasib says, let me tell you a fact about you, AJ. You're very motivational sometimes. I lost my motivation to learn. Immediately, I refer back to your podcast, listen to you, and get back your motivation. That is probably my number one um, goal <laughs> and purpose as a coach here on this show. It's why I'm doing it. It's the main thing. Edimar says, people around my country constantly use fillers like like or you know. Is it a good idea of conveying a message? <sighs> Not really. I mean, honestly, it's, I would, 
It makes your language sound uh, weaker, not as strong. I, I especially like is terrible. <laughs> if you say like, 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 you sound like a teenage girl if you use it too much. So I don't recommend it, actually. Uh, if you if you want to just talk about sounding good, like good, clear communication, this is especially good for public speaking, speaking on videos, like radio, that kind of thing, is to eliminate those filler words completely and just pause silently. So if I'm thinking, I'm saying, uh, what is that word? Oh yeah, the word is whatever. You see, you just you pause and you don't make any noise. It's it's better. It sounds much better. But a lot of people are uncomfortable with silence, pausing silently, so they feel they need to fill the pause with some sound. Uh, mm, uh you know, like uh, like while they're thinking, like you know, like I'm like I'm trying to um think like like what should I like uh talk um. You know, like I'm talking about, I don't know, like, there's some people who who use those filler words almost as much. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but some, there are some people who sound like that, and it's actually pretty terrible communication. It's not, I, it's less of an issue about language, it's more about just general communication, and yeah, it it's not good communication. It makes it sound weaker, and it's distracting. Well, Vladislav says, my dad argued about fasting an old woman who had gullet cancer. Obviously, she could not eat a lot. She fasted automatically, didn't help her cancer. She died. Well, you know what? If someone's dying of cancer, it's a little too late. I mean, some people do have miracles and they... uh, But the the point is, this woman probably would have died fasting or no fasting. She was going to die. So it's it's a crazy example. Doesn't That's not logical in any way. (laughs) Makes no sense. It's like, well, you know, if she, uh, you know, did she only fast? Was she taking, uh, was she, were they giving her chemicals and chemotherapy and other stuff also? Because that stuff will kill you. So it really depends. It's it's, it's insane. Look, here's the thing, guys. People are always going to argue with you about stuff like this. So... And maybe even you listen to someone like me or you listen to Cole Robinson and you're not sure. Well, is AJ right or is he wrong or what? who's right? Just try it. You're not going to die, okay? Just try fasting yourself. See the results yourself. It doesn't matter what your dad thinks. doesn't matter what your brother thinks. doesn't matter what your friend thinks. doesn't matter what someone else thinks. Get the direct experience yourself. Try it yourself. Then you know. Then you just say, well, I'm doing it and I feel great. I've lost weight, I have good muscle, I'm feeling fantastic. Haven't been sick in a long time. That's my answer. If anyone tries to argue with me about it, which really no one does argue with me, but if they did, I would just say, well, then don't do it. I don't care if you do it. If you don't want to fast, don't fast. But I'm doing it and I feel great. I lost, you know, 10 kilos in five weeks and feeling really fantastic. So, you don't have to convince everybody. That's my point. Namaz, this is a hard question. Namaz says, what do you think? Is, is Where is the great place for traveling? There's so many. 
the most nice place? What do you recommend? I can't pick one. You know, it's too many. I've been on so many nice trips. The Camino de Santiago is one of my recent favorites in Spain. Shikoku trip in Japan was one of my favorites. Um, Nepal. Mm, those are probably some of my top ones. You can maybe see a pattern. They all involve hiking and walking <laughs> outdoors. Um, in America, the Appalachian Trail. There's a lot of, uh, you know, really the um, the Sierra Mountains of California and Nevada. Really beautiful. There's so much. So just, you know, so many. And, I, and uh, you know, many places I've never been. So... I can't pick one. I can't. Too many. Uh, Jenny Laloff says, sorry for the question. What I'm interested, AJ, what do you do outside of language teaching, English language teaching? Is it the only thing you do? Do you mean for money or just for fun? Uh, just my life. Outside of, I do lots of hiking, you know, for fun. Um, I was doing jujitsu. I haven't done it in about a year. Maybe I'll go back. I uh, learning just started learning Japanese. Um... I, you know, work out a little bit, some push-ups, pull-ups, kind of body weight exercise. I do a lot of reading. I enjoy reading. Uh, philosophy books, I do some meditation. Mm. And uh, now, <laughs> a lot of my time is spent with the new twin babies. So a lot of my time is feeding them, helping take care of them, go for a walk with them, change their diapers, all that stuff that takes a lot of time as all you parents know um i try i make a pretty big effort to call and or write my family and my friends my mom my dad my sister my closest family uh my aunt my cousins I play with my nephew. I've got a, nep a nephew and a niece here in Japan that uh I'm close to so I play with uh, him and her um, those are the main things nothing too super exciting and then travel of course travel normally we do a lot of traveling to just take vacations and go on trips and all kinds of fun stuff creciendo aprendiendo increasing learning In right um, right now I feel terrible and overwhelmed in my life. What should I do? Have you ever felt like that? How'd you overcome and break through? I'm bad with my wife, money, English, at work. Okay, yeah, right. So that's hard. Simplify is what I would say. Choose, I would say start with one. You know, when, when everything's going badly, like your whole life feels like it's a disaster. Choose the one you think you can improve immediately the fastest and focus a lot of energy on that one thing now for me i often focus on my body first physical health because i find i have the most control over that 
Uh, you know, sometimes with relationships, you don't. Job, maybe, maybe not. Other things, it's money, these things maybe take longer. But I find that my with exercise and my eating, I can change, you know, immediately. Just right now, you know, you could start fasting right now. You could start fasting right now. You could fast and then break all your sugar addictions. Uh, right now, you could start an exercise program and then increase it every day. So get yourself physically feeling great, you know, so that you you're don't have no extra fat. It's not just fat, though. It's not how you look. It's also feeling stronger, feeling more energized, more endurance. So really feeling great physically. And then what's good about that is that it will affect everything else. Because when you feel great physically, your health is really good. Uh, first of all, you'll burn off stress. You're stressed out right now by everything. So doing all this exercise and eating well is going to improve the stress situation. That's good. You'll think more clearly. You'll make better decisions. You'll get a lot more physical energy. That energy you can use then to focus on the next thing. So after your health is great, maybe a few months, then choose the next one. Maybe it's your wife, your family, maybe it's work, whatever it is. And then focus on that one. Get that one going better. So one by one, instead of trying to do all of it at the same time. That's what I recommend. And I recommend starting with your physical health. A couple more and now it's time to go. Uh, Chris, I don't know what this is. What do you think about the GTD method? Do you use it? I don't know what that is. What does GTD stand for? <laughs> Alexi's asking, what's the difference between the names Alan and Alan? It's the same name, different spelling. A-L-L-E-N, A-L-A-N. They're just alternate spellings of the same name. Oh, Carlos says, I, I loved your video about how to pronounce TH and I immediately subscribed to your YouTube channel. Thanks for helping people boost their English. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah, it's kind of a funny one. Some people think it's quite funny the way I show you how to do that. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I know it's difficult for some people. Well, Feroz asks... Taking physical exercise, is it good for your mind and helpful for education? Absolutely it is. It's very good for your mind, very good for your emotions, your mood, your energy. Yes. Oh, cool. Umar said, I completed the entire movie Iron Man using your movie technique. Excellent. That's great. See, you can use it yourself. Watch that video um, that I have and about the movie technique. Uh, Christy, asking about business topics. Please make shows with about basic marketing topics, building your own business. I really want to be like you having an online business in five years. That's a good idea. I could do that. Maybe I'll choose one day a week. We could have a business club, Effortless English Business Club. 
Why not? Soon we'll have a club for every day. <laughs> and with a common and says last night I tried meditation for the first time I couldn't concentrate it even for a single minute I couldn't concentrate even for a single minute any advice again normal 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 it's always a surprise to people when they first try meditation it shows you how noisy your mind is it shows you how weak your concentration is most of us don't realize it because we live in a world of distraction we don't realize how weak our minds are how we have such little concentration so you just got to keep doing it and building up the time little by little by little um you know buddhists call this the monkey mind they call it the monkey mind when your mind is moving around jumping topic to topic can't focus on one thing for a long time you have no control it's like a wild monkey jumping around in a tree <laughs> so you have to train that monkey and you do it by little by little with through meditation every day build the habit Oh, no, these are nice ideas. Anita Gashi says, I recommend you do old philosophy books by Seneca and uh, Epitect- Epitectus for the book club. Not a bad idea. I've read, uh, I haven't read Epitectus' books, but I've read Seneca's books. He was a stoic. Yeah, Abraham says, I can't wait for the movie club this Sunday, part two of The Matrix. If Jenny is also interested for the business club show. All right, well, two votes for the business club. I like talking about business. I enjoy it. Slavika, good to see you again. Oops, there we go. After three months listening about three hours per day, sometimes more, I'm having big improvements in understanding and speaking. Native speakers are listening, but remember, you know, native speakers are listening from childhood. I'm planning to stay in effortless English. Indeed, very, very good. See, three hours per day, big improvements. Wonderful, Slavika. And then for the challenge, maybe you can increase it to four. Kareem, what do you think about imitation method? Well, that's basically shadowing, which I talked about already. All right, a couple more and then time for me to go. All right, how can Samia ask, how can we avoid thinking and I guess like negative thinking and getting rid of colleagues who annoy us at work? Um, well, it's challenging. If you like your job, but you have a few colleagues who are really negative, um, you know, you just try to avoid them, try not to work with them. Try to, if you have a choice, 
uh, don't don't work with him. The problem is, of course, sometimes in a job you have no choice. You're, you're kind of forced to work with people who are really negative. If it's bad, if there are a lot of them, if you're really unhappy, then find a better job. Find a different job somewhere else, different company, or even inside your company at a different uh, department if it's a big company. Um, so you sometimes... Sometimes you can just avoid them, and it's not it's it's enough, good enough. Um, and sometimes you have to change jobs. Thumbs up for business club says Sibnek. All right, well that would be cool. Amarillo, 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 that's Amarillo, not Spanish. Super chat's not available in my region. How can I ask you questions? Doesn't matter. I don't really use the super chat so much, so I can see all the, I can see all the questions. Motion votes for business club. Tiago L says, what do you think of Anki? Um, it's okay if you like it. That's what I would say. Anki is a, like a flashcard system. Um, I don't like it. Pers- that's just my personal preference. I get, I just find it too boring. I just can't. And, and even when I do flashcards, which is almost never, um, I like the paper ones. You know, I don't, I'm old school. You know, I like them. I just like move them around and uh, I like having that control over how often I see certain ones and, uh, but, you know, some people love it. Doesn't matter. If you like it, use it. More volume. Okay, turn up the loudness, huh? All right. Booyah. 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 Says, uh, I have a lot of free time. I'm on vacation. I want to create a routine to practice my English. My goal is to have a native... <laughs> Uh, to, I mean, to, my goal rather is to have an American accent. What should I do daily? So by the end of summer, I've improved a lot. Uh, I would recommend my pronunciation course. I mean, if you just want the full-on training of pronunciation, uh, it's at my website, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Uh, you know, for the free stuff you can do, uh, you can use the shadowing technique. You can do what uh, Abraham Ali was suggesting, recording yourself, reading aloud, compare it to native speakers, things like that. Good luck to you. Okay, last one. Abraham votes for business club. As does Vladislav, looks like the business club's a good idea. All right, another idea. All right. The benefit, our last one. Hello, teacher. What do you... The benefit is the name of the profile. What do you think of being familiar with almost 25 words per day. Yeah, that sounds, that's good. It's a good number. You can do that. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Ah, it's been too long, but I think it was Dr. Crashin. 
I think I read it in one of his books where he talked about like how many words per day, new words per day do children learn elementary school age. So by their like reading age. So let's say five, age five or something, six. And it was something like that. It was something like 30, I think it was, 30 words per day. Now, does that mean they master, completely master 30 words per day? No, but I think it just means like passive understanding. It was something around that number, which is a pretty good number. So I think if you can match that number, if you also are learning, again, passively, meaning you understand when you see it, or hear it. It doesn't mean you can use it. But even passively, if you can get about 25, 30 words per day, I think you're doing very well. It's pretty good. And maybe more. Okay, that's going to be it, guys. Thank you so much. So our challenge, our reading and listening challenge, please send me your suggestions for website or an app to use. We need, I don't know how many people will do this. We might have 10 people. We might have 100 people. We might have a thousand. I don't know. Hopefully not a thousand. It's quite a lot of people. Uh, I'm thinking we'll probably be somewhere under a hundred. I'm thinking somewhere between 10 to a hundred people for this challenge, listening and reading. So we need an app or a website that's public. Hopefully that's free where everybody can daily enter their time. Enter their time of reading that day. Enter their time for listening that day. And then the app or the website will add the total. We'll keep adding the total every day. And then we'll show like the, you could call it leaderboard, right? It will ranking. Who's number one? Who has the most? Who has number two? Number three. And each day it'll change, of course. So please send me if you know of some kind of app or website that we can do this. Please send it to me on Gab at AJ Hogue, gab.com at AJ Hogue. Okay, I enjoy talking to you all as usual. Looking forward to this challenge. We're going to make some big improvements, I think, during the next three, three and a half months. All right, lots of love to you. Back tomorrow with our book club tomorrow, Brave New World, the next chapter of Brave New World, tomorrow's book club. As always, go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program today at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. 